we both have a huge love for anime oh, and that's so that's, what's, what's your favorite anime oh my goodness wow um my favorite anime honestly will have to be naruto a classic yes so good and i could talk about why naruto is in a phenomenal anime Anytime I sorry, anytime I think of anime or Naruto, I just think of like the Naruto run. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Where the like, arms do. are behind your back, your head I is do. forward. Now, I think that is a a huge flaw in the in the whole series because I don't know if anyone's ever actually tried running like that. It's not efficient at all. It's no, I'm, all of the power is in your arms. Yes, or. That's what my cross-country coach told me, like, in middle it's school. It's true. And so, if your arms are behind your back, there's no way that they're running fast. Right. And also, if you get attacked, like, you're very vulnerable because your hands aren't ready. Anyways, I'm not here to critique the Naruto run, but that is my critique on the Naruto run. It's <laughs> pointless. Wow. A devastating critique. <laughs> Very devastating. I might get canceled by all the Naruto fans. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Anyways, well, welcome to the Planted Podcast. Today, I am joined by Temi Egbaje, another hey, staffer hey, hey, hey. for SSP. And today, we are going to be talking about probably one of those, one of the most important things in your walk with Jesus, and that's the Bible. Yes. And today we're going to be asking the question, why should I read the Bible? And it's a very important one. And so I'm so excited that you guys are listening. <laughs> Same. One thing that I've heard a lot from people is I have been going to church my entire life. I hear the Bible being taught every Sunday. What's the point of reading it for myself? And so, Temi, what would you say to someone like that who's like, I go to church, I hear the Bible being taught, I mm -hmm. don't feel the need to read it personally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good question. And some initial thoughts that come to my mind are the word of God, the word of God is something that you need to hear every single day of your life and not just on sunday though you especially need to hear it on sunday um but the first point you need to hear it every single day of your life um because every single day of your life i'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows this you're going to experience a bunch of different things that happen and the word of god for those who for those who have put their faith in jesus can help you navigate all the trials and tribulations that you go through on a daily basis. So like the word of God is not just there for you to just hear it and then go the rest of your life not being changed by it, but it's actually there for you to hear it and be transformed inwardly. And as a result of an inward change, you are able to express that outwardly. Um, and so a passage that comes to mind is Romans 12 and it's do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so you can't know the will of God for your life 
and how he's called you to live without reading his word. And so I would just say, and maybe a example of what this would look like is that'd be the equivalent of saying, you know, I go to basketball games. I play basketball. If you're an athlete, it's, I play whatever sport you play. I go to the games. You just going to the games, but not practicing Monday through maybe it's Thursday or Friday. If you just go to the games and you don't practice, you're not going to get better. Now, the analogy kind of breaks down because you're not working for anything. But if anything, you are trying to become more like Christ And so in order to become more Christ-like, you need to be able to spend time in his word and allow the words to transform you. Um, Also, another thing to consider is a relationship. And so the way you grow a relationship with someone is to spend time with them. And so if you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord, then you need to spend time with them. And in spending time with the Lord, you're going to be able to grow a trust for him so that when the unfortunate circumstance happens, like someone in your family you find out has cancer or someone in your family dies in a car accident or your friend is really dealing with um, some serious um, anxiety or something hard you're going to be able to lean on the word of God and be able to bring words of healing to the people around you, but also to yourself. And so um, I think that just comes from having a relationship with him. And so you can't say you love God without spending time with him. And so, yeah, I just, I would say that is why it's important for you to read the Bible on your own. Yeah. I liked what you said that, The reason why we read our Bible personally is to grow a personal relationship with God. I recently did a meetup with a student and she asked me, how do I put my identity in Jesus? I am an athlete. I am a student. I know I'm supposed to say that my identity is in Christ, but I keep finding it in other things. And as she was talking, um, I kind of, in response to her question, I kind of was sitting there silently thinking to myself, that's a really good question. And really thinking, how do you most treasure Jesus above everything else? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is by knowing him more. And the Mm -hmm. best way to know him more, the best way to grow your affection for Jesus is to know him more through his word. Mm thinking back long ago in the old testament god used to reveal himself to his people through prophets through dreams through visions but the primary way that god reveals himself now to his people is through his word and so if we want to know who jesus is we have to look at his word and going back to the original question of if i'm already hearing the bible being taught do i need to read it personally and like the answer to that question is a yes. Hearing the Bible being taught on a Sunday is amazing. That is um, the role of the church to give spiritual teaching and to be the body of Christ. But just hearing the Bible being taught is not a holistic spiritual nourishment for your soul. I think of Psalm 1 where it says, 
Blessed is the one who meditates on his law day and night. This person is like a tree planted by streams of water. God's word tells us that it is best for us to actually read his word every single day outside of the church context. That's good. And Mm -hmm. I I just want to add one thing. I know the thought that may come to mind. And honestly, truthfully, this is the thought that comes to my mind often is, I don't feel like reading my Bible. Hmm. Like I hear that I'm supposed to be reading my Bible daily. And I, I just don't feel like reading my Bible. Um, and one thing that I would say is there are, I have those moments often. Um, and what I would add is there are moments, there are times where you're going to just have to drag yourself to the word of God. Um, and what I mean by drag yourself to the word of God is, being honest, like praying beforehand and saying, God, I need the strength to come to your word because I don't want to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the reason for that is because it, truth, practically speaking, it takes time for habits to catch on. And so just realistically, it will take a while for Bible reading to become a daily discipline if it's not already one. And so you're just going to have to, I hate to use the word grind in this sense, mm-hmm. but just be able to like grind it out some, some days and just sit there with the word of God. I think in our dopamine um, addicted culture, it's so easy for us to want to try and get that quick hit when it comes to the word of God. And you're just not going to get that. And honestly, that's good. And that's Okay. Um, but just sit with the word of God and maybe, maybe you just read one verse for the day, or maybe you read a couple verses, whatever it is, spending time to read God's word will, you'll never regret it. And I think of a verse in first Timothy chapter four, um, verse eight, it says for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And so it's like, it will bear fruit if you continually stay consistent. Now, if you fall off your Bible reading plan, it's not the end of the world. You're still loved by your heavenly father. You still have a relationship with him. It's okay. And sometimes, you know, I there are truthfully days where I don't spend time in the Bible. Sometimes I just go for a walk and I just pray or I just sit in the presence of God. But Bible reading should be something that you do consistently so that you can hear the words of God and read them and recognize them when they're being spoken to you and when you hear them in your life. One thing that I have heard from people is that they feel like they already know all of the stories in the, in the Bible. They already learned them in VBS and Sunday school. And so they don't feel like they need to keep rereading the same stories over and over again. And so what would you say to someone who's there to where they feel like they already know everything. They don't feel like they need to keep reading. Yeah. Yeah. I would say three things that come to mind. I get it. It's it's not uncommon for anyone to feel that way. There are many times where I feel that way, where um, I've read through, I don't know how many times I've read through 
just the life of Jesus through the different gospel accounts. And I'm just like, I feel like I already know all these things. Um, or uh, read through the story of David. And I'm like, yeah, I know David becomes a king, all these different things. Um, but three things that come to mind as to why it's important. And these are three things that I remind myself whenever I get into those moments is we're forgetful creatures. So we tend to forget Excuse me. We tend to forget. And what I mean by that is through the trials and tribulations that we go through, sometimes those trials and tribulations tend to um, tend to speak louder in our lives than the word of God. And it's actually in those moments where the word of God um, is able to help us get through those trials and tribulations. But it's not unless we are reminded of the word of God that we are able to get the strength through the Holy Spirit to be able to get through those trials and tribulations. So because we're forgetful creatures, we need to be reminded of the love of God, the mercy of God, the graciousness of God and his steadfast love so that we are able to trust him as he walks with us through the different things that we experience in our lives. Um, the other thing is there's just depth to those stories that we just scratch the surface of or can be applied in different seasons of our lives. A personal example is as my family and I have moved here from Iowa, there's been a lot of growth, a lot of growing pains that have happened. And the best way to describe what I'm experiencing is like, I feel like I'm in the desert. And there's a story or the wilderness, I will say, and a story that I, I feel resonates with what I'm feeling is um, the story of David and how David in the wilderness. It was just a good reminder that David was in the world as David was in the wilderness. He was being deeply formed by his relationship with the Lord in the wilderness and it was a reminder that I, as I am in the wilderness, can be deeply formed by my relationship with the Lord. Um, and that, like, I don't have all my comfort. I don't have all the things that would give me joy and peace. And in the wilderness, the Lord reminds me that I am truthfully the only thing that will give you what you need. And so it was just, that's an example of a Bible story, the story of David being applied in a current season of life. And so I just think there's just so much depth to each story and so many ways that each story can be applied to different areas of our lives. Um, and so, yeah, I would say those are pretty much the, the two or three things that come to mind when it comes to why you should hear these stories over and over again. I loved what you said that the Bible has so much depth to it. As I have matured as a Christian, as I have continued to study the word of God, I think that has been revealed to me, just the depth and the beauty of the Bible. I know some people who literally only study one verse of the Bible every single day mm -hmm. because one verse is just so rich in content, rich in God's grace and um, his character that they literally will spend one day just studying and digging deep wow. into one verse mm -hmm. 
And that's just the beauty of God's word mm. that it is so deep and it's so rich and that we actually get to study it. And so for this person who feels like they already know everything in the Bible and they don't feel like they're getting anything out of it, I would actually ask yourself the question or maybe consider that you're actually not studying the Bible in a way that's effective, mm. in a way that is that's revealing good. God's that's character, good. in a way that is actually um, stirring your affection for him. Mm-hmm. Because when we actually dig deep into it, the beauty of God's word is revealed to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so that's so good. And such a, I think there's something you alluded to is there can sometimes be a sense of pride when it comes to, not all the time, but there's a sense of pride where it's like, oh, I already know what is going on. So I don't need, I just can just check out. And it's like, I think when you figure out when you realize, oh my goodness, I've actually been coming to the word of God with a proud heart, you are able to grow tremendously in your understanding of what is going on in the word of God. And so there's like, instead of going to the word of God as a uh, vending machine, like, what are you going to give me? It's like, actually, I'm here to listen to what you have to say to me today. Um, Yeah. That's really good. Coming to the word with a humble heart posture. And that's, and that's just Christianity. As I've been reading, um, I'm going through the book of Matthew currently. And one thing that has been revealed to me, a theme that is occurring all over the book of Matthew is that God desires us to come to him in humility. In uh, uh, the stories in Matthew, Jesus hates the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and hates their pride, but loves those who uh, come to him in weakness and who recognize that they actually need healing. And so I think that could actually apply to Bible reading, what we're talking Mm -hmm. about today, Mm -hmm. that coming to God's word with a humble heart posture will actually be most beneficial to you in your relationship with Mm -hmm. God. That's good. And so we've been talking about Bible reading, but Timmy, I want to know for you personally, what is God teaching you through his word? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say the one thing that he's been convicting me, I've been going through the book of James of is to be not just a hearer of his word, but a doer of his word. And I think it's very easy for me to read my Bible or pray and spend some great time with the Lord, but then go throughout my day, not living the way he's called me to live. And so I've been convicted to find areas of my life where I'm not applying the word of God and repenting and looking for ways of applying the word of God to my life. And so um, I would say, yeah, convicted of challenge to be more a doer and not just a hearer of the word of God. What would you, what encouragement would you give to the person who they're they hear this podcast and they think okay i get it i need to read my bible but i don't necessarily have a desire to read my bible what encouragement would you have to them because i'm like i said i truthfully there are many moments i don't want to read my bible and like not everyone can have the mentality of all right i'm just gonna drag myself because 
truthfully, sometimes it doesn't even work for me. Um, so like what encouragement would you have for someone who is wrestling with their Bible reading? Yeah, that's a really good question. And truthfully, like you said, I also don't want to read the Bible every single day, which is why it's called a spiritual discipline. We need to be disciplined in doing that. And sometimes we don't feel like we want to do that. And that's normal. So I just want you to know that, okay, this is normal because that is like the flesh inside of you that's fighting the spirit. But I would encourage you, going back to Psalm one, which is what our Bible reading plan um, this summer is based on, planted, is that, here, I'll just reread it again. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. And I'm just going to reread the last verse of that, which says, which yields its fruit in season. So even if you are reading the Bible every single day, you don't have a desire. You can actually trust that through your obedience, through your discipline, that God might be building strong roots in his word or maybe he's building like the trunk Mm -hmm. of the tree maybe the branches of the Mm -hmm. tree and the promise is that fruit will yield in its season so even even if you don't see the fruit right now it Mm -hmm. will come and if you're still struggling with man i don't have a desire to read god's word my main encouragement for you would be to just pray and Mm -hmm. ask God to give you the desire to read. God is our good God who gives us good gifts and is our provider. And I have had so many seasons to where I ask God to give me a desire to read his word. And then he actually does that. He actually gives that to me. And through my obedience and through my my discipline, through reading that, a desire is formed. And so would it just encourage you to pray and ask God to give you that? Yeah. And I just want to also add a thought that came to my mind is sometimes the Bible can be a bit intimidating to start reading for those of you who are starting to read the Bible. Um, And I just want to encourage you, you're not required to become like understand every single thing of the Bible, like just start reading and asking questions. First and foremost, the Lord is not intimidated by your curiosity or questions or frustrations or tensions that may come to mind as you're reading his word. He truly isn't. In fact, he he welcomes that. He wants you to come to him and ask him to reveal that to you. Um, And his word is sufficient enough to reveal it to you. Um, Now, you, you will never get to a point where you understand every single thing about God, and that's okay. Like, the, the goal is not for you to be the scholarly big brain when it comes to understanding who God is, but it's actually just to grow in your relationship with him and grow in understanding how he loves you and loves um, other others as well. So, yeah, it's my encouragement to everyone to go read your Bibles. That's great. That's a great encouragement. (laughs) I can imagine someone listening to this. They're like, okay, Temi Juliana, I understand why I should read the Bible. I understand its importance in my walk with Jesus, in my spiritual nourishment. But where should I start? I've never read it before. Where is a good place to start reading the Bible? Yeah, that's a great question. And 
you could start really in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. But I would maybe point you more towards Mark or John. I think those were those are two really good books that go into the story of Jesus. Matthew, uh, Matthew, and uh, Luke and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, Matthew and Luke do the same thing. Um, so you can't go wrong with any of those. I just think those would be super important, especially because they're talking about Jesus um, and just his teachings, whereas the other books don't necessarily talk more about the life of Jesus, but they talk about implications of the gospel, essentially. Um, and like the Old Testament is a foreshadowing of Jesus coming. Um, and so, yeah, I just encourage people to start in Mark or John for their Bible reading and avoid Genesis, at least at the beginning. Not saying that Genesis is a bad book. It's an amazing book. There just may be some things that are like confusing. and, and But if you're feeling adventurous, <laughs> sure, go try Genesis. It just like there's a lot of things that just may not make sense in Genesis um, that may make sense after you read the book of Mark or John. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would echo what you said. Starting in the New Testament is the best place to start, especially in the gospel accounts of Mark and John, because those just the big question when you first become a Christian is who is Jesus? And those books specifically um, talk about who Jesus is and what his ministry is, what he's all about. And so if you have never read the Bible before, I would most definitely point you to those books as well. It's funny that you say that about Genesis, because I agree with you. Genesis can be kind of crazy if you've never read the Bible before, but we are reading Genesis for our Bible reading plan this upcoming summer for Planted. And so if you have read the New Testament before, I would encourage you to read Planted with uh, Salt (laughs) Company. But yeah, so that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch up with you guys next week. Yes. See y'all.